Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Flawcast Network. This is, again, your host speaking, Justin Ruff, the owner of the LeBron Kings and the current Toilet Bowl champion. Uh, Another week coming to an end tonight. Uh, Week four, a very good bunch of games uh, on Sunday. Um, Pretty exciting. We got a, a couple of exciting matchups Uh, A couple games that are coming down to the wire. Um, And we'll go through that. Of course, it is uh, September 30th, the last uh, day of September. And then we'll be entering October. Which, of course, is going to continue to be football. Because the Chicago Cubs um, are not competing in the playoffs. You know, for the first time since 2014. So, it's uh, off to football uh, season, so I mean, full born, if you will. So, here we go. Uh, and like I like I mentioned, we'll go over the matchups and you know the the stats between each player and stuff like that. So, uh, pretty pretty exciting uh, bunch of games. Uh, usually, I wake up in the morning, um, you know, get my hammer ready as soon as I wake up right next to my bed and you know start just banging away on uh, my head there because my team sucks so bad but this morning is a little bit change of pace uh, a little bit different stuff I you know I woke up um, and I, I looked of course that's my my very first um, reaction is is getting my phone and looking at the recent scores and of course I did not stay up for the Sunday night football game, uh, mainly because I knew uh, the Saints were playing and my opponent had two players for the New Orleans Saints, so I knew uh, there was a, a number limit they could receive, and if they if they reached that limit, they, uh, TC's team would have beat me uh, officially, uh, and so I did not watch the game. I thought I would just be torture. Uh, watching that game and and seeing Kamara and uh, Thomas just you know with my luck they just just bang the crap out of me but so I I chose not to uh, watch that game instead we watched um, some friendly uh, uh, kids movies uh, which was uh, very delightful if you will Um, but of course I was uh, you know from time to time looking at the fantasy football app and seeing the projection score for TC's continuing to uh, downgrade, which of course is a great feeling. I mean, I I would I always go through that pain every week uh, on Sunday around one or two o'clock. So I'm used to seeing that on my end, just seeing my projection score just go down to the negatives. But uh, seeing that on the other my opponent's side, especially when he has a, a you know, two of his keepers going that night. It was it was a change of pace. It was, uh, you know, again uh, some light at the end of the tunnel. But it is not over. It is is not over at all. So let me uh, go through the scores right here. Of course, we're talking about the the game of the week uh, is what me and TC called it a um, uh, couple days ago on TC Thursdays. Uh, myself to LeBron King versus the Savage Pats kids. The current score is myself 150.5. And of course, before I move on to that, I was 
um, kind of happy, kind of, you know, strange to see uh, my score be that high and also my score leading into Monday beating somebody. Um, it's, it's, it's weird. You know, I haven't won uh, in multiple, multiple months. Um, going back to last year, so I, you know, I don't really in this league. I don't know what a win feels like. So you know, before I toot my own horn, of course the game's not over. Um, but it's this is a weird situation for me to be in. I haven't been in this situation for a while. Um, of course, I have 150.5. TC currently has 142.9. Now, with TC, I'm completely done. I can't score any more points, but with TC, he does have a guy named John Ross. I guess he plays for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I don't really know him. Um, that's a joke. You know, he's, he's, you know, and looking at John Ross's past uh, games, first two weeks, of course, he went off. You know, going each game, going over 100 yards. You know, each game scoring at least one touchdown. Um, 31 points, 19 points fantasy-wise. Last week is what I want the John Ross to come. I want the John Ross who only catches it twice and, you know, only scores two or some points. He can, you know, I'll give him, I'll give him some room to, you know, go from. He, I mean, he can score. He can score seven points. You know, I'll give him seven. You can have a better week than last week. That's fine by me. But if you score any more than that, I might freaking send an angry letter to you. Possibly, maybe, I don't know. But we'll see. That's that's what uh, TC's looking for. He's definitely a Cincinnati Bengals fan tonight. And he is probably purchasing uh, a John Ross jersey as we speak, if he hasn't done so already. Um, shipping it. Uh, you know, urgent shipping, if they still have that kind of stuff, um, getting it tonight, receiving it, receiving the jersey in a package, hand-delivered. Uh, so he would, he is definitely a John Ross fan tonight. Um, he needs that amount, those amount of points to beat a winless team that is awful. And, you know, going to my team, um, you know, before the year, you know, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but, you know, I already have. My, my my team on paper looked pretty legit. It was a pretty good team. Probably one of the best wide receivers on one team, the top three wide receivers on one team. Of course, now, looking at my wide receivers, you, you know, you can't help but laugh because of the struggles they're going through. Hopkins being, the, being one of the best wide receivers in the league is, you know, Three games in a row, he has gave me under 10 points, which is frustrating because he is my best keeper. You know, in my eyes, he's he's the best guy I have on my team. And he only caught the ball five times for 40 yards. And with other, you know, it's another frustrating thing. He, he threw the ball for, I think, the first time in his career. And it was an interception. I didn't see the play. I don't want to see the play. But if you throw a ball when you're a wide receiver, you need to, you know, complete it or get some kind of positive yards he threw an interception no more throwing passes uh no more throwing passes hopkins that's enough no more all right of course you know that wouldn't you know, it would still give me two points it'll give me a little bit more of a nudge 
uh, you know, John Ross could score nine points, but, you know, that's not the case. He had to throw a pass, and it had to be an interception, and it got me frustrated. Uh, another frustration is Odell, and, of course, I was working hard this morning, uh, you know, making big bucks at Brown Ability, and uh, I got a, a, a notification from the uh, ESPN app saying, is Odell Beckham Jr. still a wide receiver one option? And I just put my phone down, shaking my head, I almost punched the wall because I do not think he is. I mean, it's very frustrating uh, in Odell. Of course, he had high hopes going into the season with Odell, with a new team, with a new quarterback, a younger quarterback who, you know, of course is better than his old option at the New York Giants. But he is not putting up the numbers that you are wanting. And, you know, going, you know, of course, I'm, I'm more harder on Odell than I am Hopkins. But, you know, with Odell, he's ranked 18th and Hopkins is ranked 19th. So, you know, two guys who are my top wide receivers are pooping the bed. Odell only caught the ball two times for 20 yards, gave me three fantasy points. That's a bunch of poo-poo. If those guys would have gave me the projected numbers, I'd be freaking dancing celebration right now beating TC. But I'm not. I'm freaking growing gray hairs and, you know, sp- speaking like this on my podcast. It's not it's not right. But, of course, that's fantasy. And there's nothing I can do about it. Thank goodness for my running backs. You know, looking uh, looking at TC's running backs, of course, the two best running backs, you know, you know right now, minus uh, Coon's situation. But um, right now, Kamara and McCaffrey are the two best, you know, duos when it comes to the running, running back cores. And... Kamara did not have a good game. I mean, he only scored, you know, fantasy-wise, he only scored 10 points. And McCaffrey uh, had 28.9. So, you know, looking at my running back core, and of course it's funny uh, that TC uh, asked me what, you know, on Thursday asked me what I thought about my my running back situation and what I was going to do. Of course, my, my running backs ended up beating TC uh, 40.4 points to TC's 39.2. So I was looking at this. If you end up matching or beating TC's top two running backs, you have a very high shot on beating his team. Of course, uh, TC's only loss right now is against Q, and those two top running backs put up duds. And, of course, Q ended up winning that game, a pretty high mark. And if you want, you know, and the other two, you know, the two games that TC won, his, quarter, his running backs went off. So if you want to beat TC, you got to have at least one of those guys pooping a big old pooper in your bed, and that will help, you know, help your chances. And his running backs, his wide receivers didn't do very well either. Uh, and, of course, with TC, uh, his... His uh, quarterback, the the guy he just traded for, and of course the guy who was recently on my team that I used my waiver wire pickup on, uh, Daniel Jones. He 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 put up two interceptions, uh, you know, thirteen point three fantasy points. Uh, fantasy didn't have a very good game, but I think in real life he did. Um, he ended up destroying the Washington Redskins. So I mean that's you know Daniel Jones still got more upside. Uh, but 13.3 compared to last week where, you know, he was sitting peacefully on my bench. Um, he did not, I think he ended up with like 36 points or something like that. But, um, you know, with, and then with 
TC, of course, we all knew Carson would go off again because last week he did not. Yeah, of course, he, he knew he was going up against me, so he had no fumbles. Um, 13, I mean, 16.5 fantasy points. Um, so, you know, in, in, in TC situation, he's definitely... Uh, disappointed in his uh, his two-headed monsters, but also with his his wide receivers and DJ Moore, uh, he put him in the, in the starting spot. Um, you know, there's no other. I mean, he did what he had to. I mean, I would start DJ over Josh Gordon. Um, so it you know it, it's you know with in my situation, uh, my defense putting up 15 points and a touchdown and interception against the Cardinals that so definitely helped me out big time. Um, so that's the key thing right there. Um, very frustrated with Paul Richardson. I thought he was going to get more targets. Thought he was going to get more uh, points there with uh, McLaurin being out. Of course, that was not a case. This might might be a situation that I'm going to be looking into. Uh, I have two tight ends on my bench just going nuts. We got uh, uh, Desley, well, Desley, who you know, you know, continuing to have great red zone, you know, targets there in C- in Seattle. Seven catches, a touchdown for 57 yards, and also uh, uh, Hooper for the the Falcons. There, he, you know, he's uh, another game. Him going over 100 yards, 17 points. Um, I mean, actually, it's his first game going over 100 yards, but uh, over 15 points. Uh, you know, three out of the four weeks, he you know he's scored over uh, 10 points, but that's what you want at a uh, tight end. So I might freaking you know my flex spots just continue, just have three tight ends. You know, a tight end in my flexes, tight end in my regular tight end spot, and just just to say screw it because those tight ends are doing work right now. Uh, Montgomery watching him. And that Bears offense is just frustrating. Um, and, of course, I have T.Y., who I'm going to put in there in my third wide receiver slot. And then with, of course, Brown, I've gave him two opportunities, uh, you know, in my in my starting lineup. And, of course, nothing. So we'll see how, you know, that situation pans out. Tomorrow I might come on the episode being extremely happy or – um, you know, I end up not coming on at all because I ended up killing myself. So, you know, who knows? Uh, we'll see. Very, you know, that's a close-up matchup there. Another close matchup is uh, the high-flying Hawaiians versus the Coon Squad. And, of course, as we all know, Jacob McKinley's still searching for his first dub as myself. And uh, Connor Lemback is trying not to lose his second game in the, in the, in the uh, back-to-back weeks. Uh, so Connor Lindback is, you know, he can't score any more points. He has right now 147.8 fantasy points. And uh, Jacob McKinley right now has 122.6. Now, he has one guy going tonight, of course. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Cincinnati Bengals. And, uh, uh, of course, we know that Jacob McKinley has James Connor. Now, with James Connor. Uh, in order for Jacob to get this win, he needs to give uh, uh, Jake 25.2 fantasy points. So, if you were, if we were, you know, in last year's season, you know, you know, James Conner scoring 25.2 fantasy points—that's very realistic. I mean, it could happen. 
uh, for sure. I think more, you know, more over 50% that that could happen. Right now, it is looking very shaky for Jacob McKinley. Of course, there's still a chance he could break through this, you know, this game right here could be the game that he goes absolutely nuts against a Cincinnati Bengals defense. But um, he has not once, you know, his highest scoring points is 12. And that and because he scored a touchdown, he, you know, he's ran the ball 13 times is his highest. Um, and he has 12 points, like I said. And last week he scored 5.7 fantasy points. So he needs to score 25.2 to uh, give Jacob McKinley his first W. Uh, very, you know, of course, you know, you got you to gotta be positive, Jacob. I mean, I'm sure, you know, it could still very, you know, very well happen. Um, you know, you know, with Connor Limbach's team, uh, him losing Barkley is definitely a green light to upset him. Uh, but he, of course he had, uh, Elliot not going off. He, he, you know, he gave Connor uh, 13.5 fantasy points. Uh, he did run the ball 18 times for only 35 yards, but did get a touchdown and a fumble out of that. Um, but the big guy that stepped up big for Connor Lindback was Nick Chubb. Of course, three touchdowns, 165 yards for uh, a total amount of 20 carries. Uh, every time they got in the you know, red zone, they gave the ball to Mr. Chubby, and he did work. Of course, you know, three touchdowns is very good. He definitely picked up the pace for the absence of Barkley. Um, but another dud for Connor Lindbacks wide receivers. I mean, it's nothing surprising. Uh, Watkins going back to his uh, Watkins, his Watkins days. Um, you know, of course, after week one, he went absolutely insane, and then the last three weeks, he hasn't scored over ten points. I mean, that's you know, that's how we, that's what we expected out of Watkins. I mean, he's he's downgrading for sure, hundred percent. Uh, scoring, scoring his least amount of points this season, fantasy-wise, with 4.9 points. And, of course, Connor Limbach is going to uh, continue to start him, which, you know, that's expected, uh, you know. But, you know, coming you know coming from a home, so he's a quarterback. But, I mean, it's that's one of the main reasons why I skipped him uh, in the draft time because I didn't, you know, I didn't want that inconsistency and just, you know, praying – for Watkins to get the ball, so you know, in the in the red zone, so you know that's that's one little hole, uh, big hole actually for Connor Lindback that he's looking at. Um, Allen Robinson ended up doing a pretty decent uh, perform, having a pretty decent decent performance. Um, he caught the ball seven times for 77 yards, no touchdown out of that. But the Bears, like I said, the Bears' offense is just. You know, with Trubisky falling down, it's just uh, it's tough to watch. It's you know, it's very frustrating to watch with Bears offense. But um, and then his his bench, of course, he he didn't want to put Jeffrey in there, and this would happen on Thursday. Um, but it would have gave him a little bit more of a lead, uh, putting him instead of uh, Burkhead in there. Burkhead putting a big old goose egg receiving where I I mean, uh, rushing wise. Uh, only putting up uh, 1.2 fantasy points. Um, if I if I have to recall, I don't remember Burkhead even running the ball. Um, he was he did have a reception for seven yards, but he didn't even run the ball. You know, of course, this is good for me. Uh, Michelle 
running the ball 17 times, but uh, which is kind of strange that Burkhead didn't run the ball. But I'm expect. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Connor was frustrated when he saw that stat too. Um, and of course, you know, he, him doing a good job not starting Tom Brady, who only put up 3.7 points. Um, he, he put in Murray there, so that was pretty a uh, good move on his end. Uh, but of course, now it's just you know Connor Lundback uh, sitting and watching uh, the the Steelers and Bengals game today. I'm sure he's also uh, a Bengals fan tonight with TC. So playing good, solid defense on uh, James Connor. So that's the matchup there. Uh, oh yeah, going over. I mean Connor. I mean uh, Jacobs team. Um, Nothing too crazy. I think what hurt him the most was his defense. If his defense would and his defense, you know, put up negative six points, uh, the Baltimore defense going up against the Browns. And what's funny about Jacob, him having them in there, he has a defense on the bench. And when you got a defense on your bench, that's not, you know, in my eyes, that's not very smart because. If one team goes crazy, you're just going to punch yourself in the face the next morning because you're like, oh, I should have had him in there. And that's what the case is right now because he had the Carolina defense in there who put up on his bench, put up 15 points. And, of course, if he had them in there instead of the Baltimore defense, Con- I mean, Jacob McKinley be sitting so pretty right now. I mean, he would have 137 points. James Conner only had to put up 10 fantasy points. And, of course, this year for James Conner is still a stretch. But it, that, that would look very decent right now for Jacob McKinley. So that's another thing. Uh, Jacob McKinley probably had the hammer uh, thing ready this morning, kind of like myself. He had the hammer when he woke up this morning and banged his head a couple of times. I texted him. Uh, this morning, so that's why he probably didn't reply uh, because he, you know, he was suffering a head injury. Uh, but what you know, what you know, Jacob McKinley can't look at it like that. Um, you know, that's fantasy for you. I mean, when you, you know, he probably, I'm sure Jacob, two-time champion, did his study in between those two defenses, and it just, you know, it didn't come out for him. Um, then, you know, with his, with his, uh, uh. T- Tight end situation, of course, he didn't have Kittle going this week. Uh, Kittle with a bye, but he did have Waller. I really like Waller. I like the way he plays. I like the way he moves in the slots. Um, I think, you know, he only putting up 8.8 fantasy points, but he's targeted a lot by Carr, and I like uh, what Jake has there. That's positive. Another positive is Freeman going, uh, doing have, having a pretty profess- uh, decent uh, game. He, he ended up carrying it 12 times for only 28 yards, but he did uh, get targeted a lot in the receiving game, uh, eight catches for 72 yards. So that's what Jake wants at, out of his flex spot. Of course, uh, a first-round pick, that's what he's expecting out of Freeman. Um, with Josh Jacobs, his number one pick, only putting up 11.8. You know, he, he teased us. Josh Jacobs definitely teased us week one. Uh, going absolutely nuts in you know week one the last couple of weeks him not scoring over 10 points but I'm sure Jacob's pretty happy that he scored over 10 points this week uh, uh, I think the uh, Colts's defense in the running game is is pathetic but you know I kind of thought that Jacobs would go a little bit more having 79 yards uh, he they they made him look like a stud which he is but uh 
they didn't do a very good job defensively in their running game, um, defending the running. With uh, with Julio Jones, uh, you know, not scoring. Of course, it's disappointing when you're when you're tied up, when your top keeper did not go over ten yards. First time not going over ten yards, Julio Jones. Uh, his first time not scoring a touchdown. Um, so you know, I bet it's disappointing, especially in this tight matchup. Uh, you're expecting because it's kind of similar, you know, similar uh, situation in my shoes. You're expecting for a tight, I mean, your top keeper to go off, and you know he didn't, and that's you know it's, it's disappointing. You you feel helpless, and that's what me and Jake feel like. You know, right now we're just like we have great players and you know receivers me Odell and Hopkins and with uh Jacob you have Julio who just you know Julio's been doing better than Hopkins and Odell but you know with this week uh not scoring over 10 over 10 points you know it's frustrating and then knowing that you couldn't you know you could beat a guy and not having that impact it's it sucks so uh that's the other close matchup there uh the next next matchups are not even close uh the next closest one is uh, the Juju's in the attic versus the Terry Terry's terrorist? And now with this, uh, you know it could, you know, it's still up for grabs. Believe it or not, it still is. Uh, so here's what could happen. Of course, uh, the Steelers versus the Bengals. Uh, uh, Scott Benzing has 139.4 fantasy points. He has Juju uh, Smith Schuster going tonight, and Terry's terrorist has 100. 4 point, no, 100, 104 points, and he has Joe Mixon going tonight. So, in order for Marcus to pull out a W tonight, uh, Scott Benzing, uh, his his top uh, keeper, Juju, could uh, get hurt with no catches right off the bat, and then Marcus Terry, uh, his uh, his his keeper, Joe Mixon, could could have another back to back week. Him going absolutely nuts scoring over 35 fantasy points which you know we've seen crazier i mean you know it could definitely you know it could you know possibly it's still an option for marcus uh, not very high but <laughs> so you know I, I still see uh scott benzing putting out the, you know pulling out the w today um hopefully he scores under under 150 points so i can brag a little bit um me scoring more more than uh our commissioner, uh, but I doubt it. But here we go with uh, with uh, Scott Benzing, of course, him having a good performance from Eckler. We'll see if that continues with MG returning. Uh, him then he end up did putting Samuel in there, and of course, with Scott's luck, uh, you know, Samuel did not perform the way he did the last two weeks. Uh, last two weeks, he scored over 10 points. This week, he only put up 4.8 points. So, of course, I'm sure that's a little frustrating uh, on uh, Scott's part. But he also had Cooper Cup going nutty once again. Nine catches for 121 yards. And I'm sorry. Uh, you know, it's getting brighter and brighter. That trade with Connor Lindback and Scott Benzing. Uh, it, it's it, that was so stupid. I mean, sorry, I'm sorry. That was so stupid. You don't you don't trade Cooper Cup knowing what he could do. Um, I mean, the dude's just uh, he's the number one target in in the Rams. He, he just he he's so quick and it's tough to defend that kind of quickness. And you know he's 
he's definitely something special. Of course, McLaurin is too, but, you know, of course, I I expressed this feeling uh, before in the past, but, you know, Connor should have got something better out of Cup. I mean, he's definitely putting up points for Scott right now. He's saving Scott's butt, um, you know, in his receiving game, especially with Hill being out. So I'm sure uh, Scott Benzing doing his celebration dance, him getting Cup there. Uh, you know, Emmanuel Sanders putting up the work there on his flex spot. Um, you know, pretty pretty good performance there for uh, Sanders. Another guy going nutty on uh, Scott's bench was uh, uh, Landry, who, you know, was frustrating on my end because, you know, he's taking Odell's uh, snaps, but uh, he is going under a concussion protocol. We'll see. I haven't heard anything yet. I haven't got any updates yet about Landry, but he did catch the ball eight times for 167 yards for 20 fantasy points, uh, of course, sitting on the bench, but uh, we'll see, you know, we'll hear more about what, you know, uh, Landry's situation about his concussion there. Marcus Terry, of course, he is not going up against me, so those guys that went nutty last week did not go nutty this week. He's also... Uh, uh, Prescott going back to his real Prescott days, only scoring 7.5 fantasy points, had an interception in there, 223 yards. Uh, his quarterbacks usually go nuts. They did not this week. Um, and then uh, Lindsey scoring 6.5 fantasy points, going, you know, of course, splitting the yards with uh, Freeman. He only had nine carries for 53 yards, and Freeman had six carries. But, of course, under 10 points. Allen going nuts against me last week, only scoring 7.3 fantasy points. Galladay having a very good game. Two touchdowns, 67 yards, with five catches. Uh, Melvin Jones Jr., of course, went nuts on me last week and him scoring under 10 points this week. Uh, Mack went nuts too last week, only scoring 3.9 points. I do hope that he en- uh, ends up being... Okay, he ended up leaving the game last last night or yesterday. Uh, he did not play the fourth quarter, I believe, or maybe you know, a little bit of the fourth quarter, but didn't play the last couple minutes. So hopefully everything's okay there. I'm saying that as a Colts fan. Um, Goldman, you know, did you know good pickup there for Mark? He was putting up 24 points, uh, two total touchdowns. They get a fumble in there, but. Um, I think, of course, we all knew that was going to be a good pickup there, backup for uh, New York. Uh, good, uh, a good positive note for Marcus. Uh, you know, Stefan Diggs scoring over 10 fantasy points first time this year. Seven catches over 100 yards uh, against a very good, uh, very good Chicago team. Um, Hopefully, you know, he, he can continue to do so. I'm sure it's because the Bears are doing so, you know, really tight on Thielen there. Diggs just had more space to get those points. Um, and, of course, we all know about Jordan Howard going absolutely nuts with three total touchdowns on Thursday. Uh, 31 fantasy points. Uh, of course, I'm sure he's going to be on uh, Scott Benzing's episode. Um, him going more over Jordan Howard and his performance. Very last matchup, of course, this is a blowout. Um, uh, the Blount Force versus the Magic School Bus. 
Magic School Bus currently has 179.8 fantasy points. And Quentin has 157. Now, Quentin can't score anymore today, uh, tonight. So, this is officially, you know, it's over. Uh, Quentin, I mean, Keegan Scott pulling up another victory, going to become 3-1. And, uh, and Quentin Blount's becoming 2-2. Two and two. Uh, So, you know, with, with Quentin, Keegan Scott, um, he had very, he had very good uh, performance from his quarterbacks. Uh, Winston, four total touchdowns, 385 yards, 33.3 fantasy points. The dude was a freak. And, of course, Wentz also doing a good performance. Three touchdowns, only 160 yards, but he did get those three touchdowns there, 22.7 fantasy points. Of course, we know on Thursday night, Adams going absolutely nuts with 10 catches, 180 yards. He did end up coming in with an injury with a, you know, a turf toe, but... Uh, as of uh, what I saw, he, he, it shouldn't be. It should, it's not a very scary injury, so he should be pretty good. Um, and of course, Adam Thielen, uh, Bears doing work on him, only catching it twice for six yards, giving uh, Keegan 1.6 fantasy points. But Keegan didn't need him. He really didn't need him when you had uh, uh, Chris Godwin. Now let me explain about Chris Godwin. I never once said that he was awful. The only time I bashed anything about his wide receiver core, it was in the draft day. So I have I have Chris Godwin in two other leagues, and I have him in my top wide receiver options. I mean, he's in my top two wide receivers on my team. So I love Chris Godwin. I love what he's doing. And of course, he went nuts. Uh, 12 care, 12 receptions, 172 yards, two touchdowns. I do not think he's bad. I think he's a great option. I just. Uh, you know, I was bashing uh, Keegan's uh, his draft results, and I was never bashing Chris Godwin as a person or a player. So, uh, of course, I got crap on the in the draft. I mean, in the in the the, the, the text messages or uh, a group chat saying that I was bashing Chris Godwin, which I was not. Um, I'm very high on Chris Godwin, and I'm sure uh, Keegan is as well. After you know. You'd be stupid not to now after seeing what he put up with and what he put up against the Rams there. A very good game. Uh, 35.2 fantasy points there. Um, Greg Olson, you know, very inconsistent there. Uh, be ready for Keegan Scott to make another uh, tight end um, choice here. You know, just spitting it out, Keegan. I do have two other tight ends who are available. Uh, who are better than Olsen, of course, I might add, uh, that are sitting peacefully on my bench. Uh, be ready to uh, cough up maybe a possible Godwin in return. So, um, <laughs> going you know, going to Keegan's flex option, he's got Johnson, do, who did pretty well, running, running over uh, 100 yards, um, 125 yards to be exact, uh, 26 carries, which is pretty impressive. Um, so Johnson did pretty good there. Did do a fumble on the one yard line, but uh, of course, if Keegan ended up losing, he would be more frustrating. But he did not, so we're good. Um, yeah, with with Quinton, uh, you know, he had McCoy in his flex spot who did well. Lockett who didn't put up a, a good performance like he did last week, only seven point one fantasy points. Uh, I think a disappointment for uh, Q is his quarterback slot. Uh, 
Josh Allen did end up getting hurt. Uh, concussion, I do believe. Uh, only putting up 8.6 fantasy points. Um, so, of course, Amari Cooper only putting up 7. Elderman only putting up 5. So, he needs more production than those two those two guys who, who have been doing that. But at, in this matchup, that's what killed Q in this. Uh, Elderman with 5. Cooper with 7. So, uh, good defensive game for the Dallas and the uh, Saints game, so that's why Cooper only had uh, five catches there, for 48 yards. Uh, so I'm I'm sure Q is not freaking out, which he shouldn't be. Uh, just a tough matchup for there. I mean, for his team, and uh, I'm sure he he'll be back. Uh, and I'm sure he liked to see uh, uh, he liked seeing uh, Shepard going, uh, having a good performance there. You know, 13.4 fantasy points, and also uh, Daryl Williams, a guy who I. Who kind of bashed Q for picking up? Um, well, I, I I think it was a good pickup, but not as a waiver wire pickup. I mean, I I could be wrong if if someone else put a waiver wire claim in there and did not get him because Q got him. Uh, send me a text message and I'll shut up. But I don't think. I mean, I think he could have got him bright and early. I didn't have him targeted, but of course, it's come for me, Toilet Bowl champion. So, um, Quentin. Uh, Ended up, of course, losing that matchup, but I don't think he's he's too upset about. It. Of course, he's going to two and one, two and two, uh, but we'll see. Uh, so we will see after tonight uh, if I'm going to be coming on tomorrow and be excited um, and coming out with my first victory. And we'll see if uh, Jacob McKinley uh, has a crazy performance for James Conner. Um, I doubt it, but we'll see seen crazier things um it's it's a very important game um is me you know are me and jake mckinley going to be on four and possibly looking for the future um you know start selling our guys i think i'm in a worse situation than uh, jacob is because he has aj green he has melvin gordon so you know he you know he has guys could that potentially uh, turn this ship around if he goes 0-4. With me, I am screwed. If I'm 0-4, I have to look. I have to start looking in the future, uh, possibly selling some of my guys and uh, seeing what I can get out of them. Um, uh, so, but you know, we'll cross that bridge after tonight and seeing if uh, uh, whoever crap his name is, John Ross, this dude who's from the Cincinnati Bengals. If he can help TC out tonight, hopefully not. So, uh, you know, of course, everyone's rooting for me, I'm hoping, uh, because they want, you know, TC is by far the better team. So they want TC to fall and the crappy team to win. So hopefully everyone, you know, buying your LeBron Kings t-shirts tonight and uh, rooting rooting everyone to uh, uh, possibly hurt John Ross. So, hey, thank you guys so much. Hopefully you have a great Monday and a great uh, coming week. I'll be on tomorrow, hopefully with good news. And uh, I will uh, go over the matchups, you know, what happened tonight, and uh, go over the, the week to come. Thank you so much, boys. You have a great Monday. Take care.